0: welcome to episode 12 of Let's Talk Nova podcast. My name is Ailish and in today's episode I'm going to share with you lessons I've learned from the year 2020 and as cliche as that sounds I'm going to try my very best not to make this a cliche episode. Um, I'm going to be very open and honest about things I've learned this year and this is going to be my final episode of 2020 I'm ending my first season. Oh my God, can I say that? First season of my podcast. (laughs) Um, I'm ending the first season of my podcast with this episode and I'll begin season two in the new year, in January 2021. So yeah, I'll be taking a bit of a break um, over the month of December. So I'm going to get stuck in, get straight into it. Um first thing I've learned that I think we all have learned collectively is that no matter how much we plan ahead, we really have no idea what's coming. I think this has been a huge lesson for us all and to expect the unexpected. As hard as that is, like, to wrap our heads around, I think this year has, like, really shown us that. And um, lads, like, when I think of this time last year, we had no clue what was about to head our way. It's insane to think of what we've done um, or what we've been through. Which leads me to my second point that we are so resilient as humans. Like, I hope that you are now taking a moment to reflect on how resilient you are to have been through this year. And I hope you didn't have many struggles to deal with, but if you did, you're here. You're in the now, you're living, you're breathing. I hope you're safe and healthy. You are resilient. Like Today, right now, is a sign that you are resilient and you can get through it. You've been through the eye of the storm and hopefully things will be much brighter for us all in the new year with the good news of vaccines coming around soon. Um, Yeah, so it's looking good for us. But I want everyone to just take a moment just to really reflect on your own resilience that you've shown. And you are resilient. You've proven it. Um, the third thing I want to share is regrets. So I know hashtag no regrets is a real cliche that we talk about. I think when I was like younger, I'd say in my early 20s, that was like all over social media. And I would have been that girl. Like, 100% would have been that girl. Hashtag no regrets. Um, And the older I get, the more realistic I am and more honest I am with myself that, yeah, okay, yeah, I do have regrets. They're not weighing me down. I'm not letting them hold me back. But I can definitely look back on my life and think, okay, I could have done things a little bit better in that situation or I could have said things in a different way or I could have done that differently. And I think it's actually healthy to look at it in that way because it's a sign of growth it's a sign of you knowing better now and also as Brene Brown puts it it's a sign of empathy functioning in your life and it's really important that we show ourselves self-love and self-compassion when we think about something that we we are not happy that we did or we said or we could have done better so like I don't know is it right to call it a regret but we've all had moments that we can look back on our lives and think okay I could have done that better and instead of beating ourselves up about it and carrying it like a rock that doesn't need to be there just show yourself self-love and self-compassion and just say okay I didn't know better at the time or I was hurting at the time. Because hurt people hurt people. And move on. It's not yours to carry anymore. It's not... There's no room for it right now in this space we're in. It's not worth it. It's just negative energy that we're carrying. Leave it. Put it to the side. Forgive yourself. And move on. And be kind. Be kind to yourself, ourselves. All be kind to ourselves. And also let go of others... Um, that may have hurt us or done things to us that we are not happy about we just gotta let it go it's just not worth it it's just wasted energy I've really learned that this year Um, just live and let live you know and like look at things in a different perspective like If you're looking at yourself with self-love and self-compassion and knowing that you didn't know better at the time, also do it on the flip side to that person in your life and just say, okay, maybe they didn't know any better at the time. Maybe they were going through stuff. And just show them love and compassion and understanding. So, yeah, that's been a lesson I've learned this year. And it's very freeing, very liberating always working on it but it's really good it's a good feeling it's definitely worth you spending time on the next thing I'm learning is to do more of what makes me happy and I welcome you into that space do more do more of what makes you happy and look lads (laughs) people will talk regardless and there is a saying that um oh what is it I'm gonna get it on my phone a minute let me get this on my phone I'm googling right now apologies I'm gonna should I pause this I don't know should I pause this uh, okay so the saying is you can't be everyone's cup of tea otherwise you'd be a mug <laughs> it makes me laugh because it's true like you you just can't be everyone's cup of tea. Say la vie, guys. You just can't. And just do what makes you happy. Do what is freeing to your soul. What makes you happy and what makes your heart sing. And I think it's so important that we realize that. It's so important that we are living authentically and being more of ourselves because that's our superpower, right? That's like, that's what no one else has because we are uniquely ourselves. No one can be you because you are you. Um So yeah, do more of what makes us happy. Number six, vulnerability is hard. And it's not oversharing. That's something I've learned this year. <laughs> so... For so long, I think I got that 100% mixed up. I definitely would be an oversharer. I would wear my heart on my sleeve. And I can be quite sensitive. I don't know if that's apparent, but I would be a sensitive soul sometimes. And uh, I've learned from the Queen, Brene Brown, vulnerability does not equal oversharing. So I've definitely... Become much better at protecting myself and sharing what's appropriate. But yeah, it's like there's a fine line, isn't there, between like being vulnerable, where it's seen as a sign of like a show of strength, but then not oversharing, I think is such a fine line. And I'm definitely learning about that. There we go. Uh, If you want to learn more about that, I definitely recommend checking out anything, anything. By Brene Brown. She's just incredible. Um, seven. People might not be saying it, but they're probably thinking the same thing as you. And I think that's especially true for expats. I see you, I hear you, I get you. And I mean that wholeheartedly. I definitely find that, like, when I'm coaching clients and they have the initial session and they're sharing about their experience as an expat and I might share some things about my expat experience if I feel like it's going to serve the client and they're just mind-blown that someone actually understands their experience, that someone gets it, that someone can see from their perspective and I see it time and time again. We are so much more alike than we think. We are, there's so many more similarities between us all that sometimes it's fear that's blocking us from, like, again, being that being that person who's vulnerable for a positive way, not seen in a negative sense. And I think we need to show more love and compassion and understanding towards one another as expats. That's what I think personally, um, and it would go a long, long way, and it would open up so much more positive um conversations for expats and I think there would be more of a supportive feeling because I think a lot of expats can feel alienated or alone when they're away from home. I see that again in clients, I see that just in like people I talk to, my friends that I know. I've definitely felt alone sometimes um over the last eight years. It's not all rosy, you know? So Opening up those conversations, being brave with the vulnerability, knowing that it's going to open up um, a new avenue and might make your connection stronger with those around you. Um, Number eight, I kind of already understood this because I was pursuing coaching, but now that I've become a qualified coach this year, I wholeheartedly believe this, that coaching is just so rewarding and seeing clients soar. Like they have their wings and they are just like cloud nine and they're just going for it and they're reaching their potential. Like witnessing that and being part of their journey and granted, I'm just sowing the seeds. I cannot take credit for what my clients are um, achieving. I'm very clear on that. But to see it happen is just incredible. It's so special. And it's very inspiring to me because it inspires me in the work that I do. And, um, yeah, it is, it's just, it just continues, continues to be abundantly rewarding. Um, Number nine, Atomic Habits by James Clear. I read that for the second time this year. And habits are systems. And It's so important for us to look at our habits as systems. If you haven't read that book, please read that book. It will be a fantastic book to read coming into the new year. And it's just an incredible book. It breaks habits down into such a simple format. And it's easy to understand. Um, And James Clear is a fantastic writer. So get on it. Um... Number 10, another reference to a book, Glennon Doyle's book, Untamed, to all the women listening to this podcast, if you have not read Untamed or you have not listened to Untamed on Audible, please get it and get it for every woman in your life this Christmas. Like, I cannot, oh my God, I'm just having a moment, I cannot recommend this book anymore like, I spoke about it on my tour, on my stories. I think I've spoken about it with my interview with Kate Finnegan on one of the earlier podcast episodes. And it's just a fantastic book. Like, one of my favorite quotes, close the gap between the knowing and the doing. We all know what we should be doing to get to somewhere we want to go, but we're not all necessarily doing it. I can hold my hands up high and admit to that myself. Like, I definitely... No, i can be doing other things better but i'm not necessarily doing it and i just have i have that written on a post-it note on my mirror in my bedroom close the gap between the knowing and the doing because we can read all the books in the world we can listen to all the podcasts in the world but they're just going to repeat the same message right like of course there could be some new learnings and i 100 percent um can see that side to it but at the end of the day, we all know what we should what we should be doing to get to point A or point B or what it is you want to achieve. You know, the first step, you might not know the second step, you might not know the third step, but, you know, the first step. So take the first step, do it. Um, but I sometimes struggle with that myself. So, you know, I'm being again, like I promised at the beginning, I'm being very honest here uh number 11 timing is our friend oh yes the timing of everything is definitely our friend i believe what's meant for you will not pass you and it always rings true like every single day and if there's anything pivotal happening in your life trust the timing it's happening for a reason timing is our friend um number 12 okay so this is something i did not expect it came out left field again it rings back to expect the unexpected so i'm actually going home to kerry for christmas on saturday the 12th of december which i cannot believe um i feel like the universe is tripping on me lads (laughs) like if anyone follows me on social media, on Instagram, you will know during the summer, in June, i just asking people, like, what are they feeling about going home for the summer? It was really, really split. And then I had put at the end of it that I had decided not to go home for the summer. I was very happy with my decision. And something really strange that had happened, I had booked flights to fly on Thursday, the 2nd of July, that night. Um, I had booked those flights... May I think and it was via Istanbul with Turkish Airlines and in the middle of June they were just automatically cancelled like the flights just weren't flying Um, because the UAE wasn't flying into Turkey anymore for reasons I'm not even going to address here on this podcast but just google it Um, and then I kind of took it as a sign. I was like, okay, I'm just not meant to be going home this summer. I took it as a sign, like, right. And then um, that Thursday, July 2nd came around. We broke up from school. And I got a phone call from home that my dad had been in an accident that morning and that I need to get home. And it, I found it so strange that... I was due to fly that night, and my flight was just cancelled a month before. I thought that was really weird, but anyway. Um, So, I obviously, I got home. I quarantined for 14 days, and I stuck by it because my mom is a frontliner, and I couldn't risk it with my dad in hospital. And, um, yeah, like, it's funny, because I've been here eight years, and I've never had an emergency phone call. Touch wood, it won't happen again. Um, But I guess... You know, the time was up and uh it was my turn. Um not that I wish it on anyone, but I was very fortunate to go 8 years with no phone call like that. Um but thankfully, my dad is so like he's so lucky. He's a miracle man if anything. It's incredible his recovery. I'm so so happy and he's out of hospital. He was in hospital for 11 weeks and he's at home in Kerry and I'm very excited to see him. So that's what happened in the summer. And then I did the podcast (laughs) a few weeks ago talking about not going home for Christmas and I was genuinely accepting that I wasn't going to get home to Kerry for Christmas. I was going to be in the desert for Christmas and I was actually like, yeah, that's fine. Like I was okay about it. I wasn't really upset. You know, I was kind of accepting of it. Just we all have to do our part. And then... I think it was two weeks after that podcast I found out from my school that they were going to be very flexible and if people wanted to go home they would try and arrange that we could work from home in January as we quarantine here in Abu Dhabi because we do have a mandatory quarantine here in Abu Dhabi where we get tagged and we get like this big watch we cannot leave our apartments for 14 days it's like it's just not possible because you get tagged you're tracked. Um so our school were incredible and they were able to um arrange that we just teach online for those two weeks in January as we quarantine. I could not believe it. I really d- didn't believe it. When I saw the email, I was like, Oh my god, is this actually happening? Like, can we actually go home? Um because I've done two Christmases away from home before. I went to Australia in December twenty seventeen and then the following December 2018, I went to New Zealand. So I was actually okay. But then, when I was told that I could go home, I just jumped at the chance because I knew how significant this Christmas would be for my family, um, particularly after my dad's accident. And yeah, I just want to see him. I haven't seen him out of the hospital. And obviously, I'm going home to see the rest of my family. Shout out to the rest of my fam. Um, But that's like a massive reason why I'm going home and of course I'm taking it really seriously I'm quarantining as I did I took it really seriously in the summer Um, my dad is going to move out of our home house (laughs) 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 into my grandmother's house down the road Um, as I quarantine I'm going to have me and my dog Ruby she's going to be my quarantine buddy people might have seen over the summer she was my quarantine buddy as well for my 14 days when I landed in Kerry in July um so, yeah, I'm taking it all very serious because my mom is um, a frontline worker in Kerry. So I know exactly how important it is. And um, I'm just excited. I'm really excited. And I feel very, very fortunate. I understand how hard it is to be away from home at this time for those who don't have the opportunity to make that choice. And I know how lucky I am to have that choice um but yeah I just wanted to tie that in into this podcast that when I did that episode it was coming from a very sincere place and I was right there with you I was thinking of the same thing I wasn't going to get home and then I was completely blindsided um with the change of plan again expect the unexpected right so I just feel like the universe is just calling me back to Ireland every time I'm thinking yeah I'm, like every time I put it on social media that I'm not going home it's like the universe is like nah Irish girl we have another plan we're gonna get you home to Ireland I'm just like okay that's okay I'm not gonna say no um but yeah so it's it's something I'm very grateful for and I'm very um aware of um how lucky I am So yeah, that's 12, Expect the Unexpected. And the last one, number 13. I just love podcasts. (laughs) I'm loving doing these podcasts. I especially love interviewing people. Um, I do like these podcasts where I talk myself and I share a topic. I do keep them to about a half an hour because yeah, you don't need me rambling on too much, to be honest. Um, But I just love it so much. Like, it's such a labour of love and I enjoy um, hearing people's stories about expats, people who have returned home, who are repats. Um, We had Sarah on last week, who is our Emirati, giving her perspective on expat life. I just loved that episode. And I've got some more amazing guests coming up in the new year that I'm so excited to record and to you know, publish and bring out to you guys. But um yeah, I just want to say like a special thank you to people who have given me messages of and supported me with creating this podcast. It's just been amazing the response I've got and to my amazing guests that I had for this season, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for being part of this journey and being part of um the creative process of like what I want to share. You know, we need to hear more um like success stories but also the real side of people's success that it's not all rosy and you know the grass isn't always greener and people work really hard and people um face challenges that we don't necessarily see on social media so um yeah thank you so much to people who have been part of it and um I look forward to bringing you what's to come in the new year I'm so excited I'm already laughing at one of the guests that I have on guys it's like it's totally left field um there's a bit of a spin on one of the guests that I have coming up but I think it's just gonna like I think it's gonna be a great podcast episode so I'm very excited um so my song choice for this week so this Irish artist has been um a topic of conversation this week Dermot Kennedy he broke Irish records I think was it yesterday or the day before he had put it on social media of course Dermot Kennedy is like insane he's just like a gift that's come out of Ireland and is shared with the world and I think all of us as Irish people are so I don't know we're so um, proud of his um, success and I think it makes it even more special when you hear his album knowing like He's from home and I love how he's able to bring his accent into his singing. I think it's so unique, Um, a little bit like Sinead O'Connor. And of course, his album, Without Fear, is just incredible. And there's a song on it, which is the title song, Without Fear. And it's an unbelievable song. It's sung so beautifully. You've got the orchestra and the strings in there. And it's just a gorgeous song telling a story about opening up and learning to love and be loved. And I think it's like a tale of courage as well. And it is vulnerability as well. Like that whole album is him being vulnerable. And he's showing such strength in it. Um, But that song, Without Fear, like the line, because there's beauty in being broken, I've been seeing it. Like that line alone is exactly what life is about. Like you're being seen for who you are and you're not afraid to be seen and you don't have the mask up. And I think, like, I want to tie that into what I shared about vulnerability, that we're not afraid to be seen. And that's, like, I think that's very difficult for us to do and hide our flaws. But really, the line, there's beauty in being broken, often that's where the beauty lies when we show the sides that aren't perfect. Um, I just absolutely adore that song. I think it's just... Amazing, And the way he sings it, he's just, oh my God, he's just like, it's like butter melting. It's just gorgeous. Um, so something that I think this song connects with is when you hear the strings and the orchestra in the song Without Fear, it reminds me of the intro to the song Master Plan by Oasis. So the minute I heard Without Fear... And when it goes into the strings, I remember, like, obviously, it's just, like, such a profound sound. Like, it's, it brings so much emotion when there's no lyrics. And I remember, like, really, i really immersed in it because people know how I'm just a nerd. I'm an absolute nerd with music, all right? I'll probably wreck your heads when I go on about it, but, like, I'm just a nerd with music. And, um... When I was listening to that part of the song, like there's no lyrics, it's just the strings. And I was like, oh my God, I've heard this before. I was like, this sounds like another song. I knew straight away what song it was. I went straight onto my Spotify Oasis master plan and it's in the introduction, it sounds just like those strings. And I just loved it. Obviously, it might not have been on purpose. It could be just a very happy coincidence. And I just made this little connection um but yeah listen to the introduction of master plan wait for the strings wait for the strings i think you might have to listen to the first minute of master plan and then listen to without fear and see can you hear it can you hear the similarities but um i love kind of catching those like similarities in songs i just i find it really fun that's just me um but yeah so that's the song i want you to hear like I want you to take away with you ending the year 2020 without fear and knowing that we can be open to love, we can be open to vulnerability, we can be courageous in the face of challenge and um, we are resilient and we can do it. We've shown ourselves that we can do it, right? Um, Yeah, so this is me ending... Episode 12, season 1 in December 2020. I wish you all a happy, safe and healthy Christmas. Wherever you are in the world, whether you're at home in Ireland, if you're in your own home country or if you're um an expat and you are not able to get home, I wish you a happy Christmas and um make sure that you listen back to that episode about living away from home during christmas i got a few messages about it saying that it did help people come to terms with not being at um, home for christmas so if you haven't check it out i hope it'll be like a water bottle warming you up and bringing you comfort um so yeah and happy new year and i will be talking to you again in the new year i hope you stay safe stay well and be kind to yourself and show yourself some love all right take care and talk to you in 2021